0: Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Another week has come and gone, and here we are again, trying to think of something that's a good lesson for you. I have many thoughts in my head, but I haven't fleshed them all out. The first one was to speak to you about generosity, but I think I will uh, save that for another day. And today, another thing came to me as I was sitting here preparing for that, and that was the idea that... um, a little song. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little mouth, what you say. And I thought that was important because today there's a lot of words that go around there, are a lot of words that are hateful and a lot of words that stir up anger and a lot of words that tear down. Now, I know you probably heard like I did, you know, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. But that's not true. I know as a young person that things were said and done in front of me and to me that caused me a great deal of angst and anger within my life. Now, I probably had a tendency towards being an angry person in the first place. That's a flaw maybe I had, but those words didn't help me. They formed things within me that then came out of me. Those were placed inside my head, and I've worked with a lot of people, and many times the problems they have are from the fact that They were told things about themselves, and then they came to believe those things, and it either made them angry or bitter or both, or sometimes it destroyed them. I mean, recently we've heard on the news about people who were bullied and were told certain things about themselves, probably that they were fat, they were ugly, they were stupid, they were dumb, they were retarded, they were useless. Whatever the word is that was said to them, It did not build the person up. In fact, it tore them down to the point that they took their own life. So words really carry something. In the Proverbs that are a part of my faith, there are things said such as, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. And most people are wondering, What the world does that mean? Well, when I thought about it for a while today, and I may be totally wrong, and some Greek scholar or Hebrew scholar can come along and tell me, well, you're just an idiot, and I won't believe them, because I choose to believe that, like my father told me, we're all idiots at something, and we're all geniuses at something. So maybe I don't know all the language that well, but I know what it speaks to me, that if a word is fitly spoken, in other words, rightly spoken in some translations, that it's like apples of gold and settings of silver. And when you think about that, gold and silver are precious things, and apples are good to eat. And it's said in another place that, uh, you know, apples are good for us. And we know the old saying, not in Scripture, but an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Good nutrition keeps. So our speech, when it is fitly spoken, helps other people not to come into a diseased state in their mind and in their soul, which comes out in other ways physically and mentally and emotionally. And then of course there's the one that says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Have you ever thought about that? My dad had another saying, and some people don't like it when I say it, but I'm going to share it. He often told me that a man could come up to me and tell me to go straight to hell. And depending on who it was, one time I would pack my bags and say, when do we leave? Yet when the other person would tell me, I would rebel every step and fight them every step of the way. What was the difference? The difference was in the way they said it. And so that brought me to what I want to share with you this afternoon on Sunday. And that is that we need to be careful of what we say and how we say it. We already know how bad it is that our journalist and our media has gotten because of the words they live, leave out, or the words they add, or the section they take, and I can tell you the sections they take out mean all the difference, because I gave an interview once in front of my church on a question about same-sex marriage, and what I said did not sound like what I believe at all, because instead of letting run what I said because they only have so much time, they chopped it up into little pieces that they wanted, and it sounded totally different than what I said. Now, I won't do any more interviews, ever, unless it's live, because you can't mess up the live because it's live. They don't have time to edit it or change it, and so I won't do that again. But in thinking in that line, then, we want to do, in our speech what is good for people now what is good for people well one thing i'd asked you because of a section of scripture that is found in ephesians 4 near the end of the chapter it talks about let no coarse talk or no profane language come out of our mouth and i've thought about that for a long time and each of you can decide what profane language means and coarse joking means but I don't want to concentrate on those things. And that's where we've usually concentrated. Oh, my goodness, they said a cuss word. We must wash their mouth out with soap. Or, oh, my goodness, they said this or that. And while those things are harmful, I want you to think about something else first. I want to think in the vein of start thinking about what you're saying before you say it and ask some questions about what you're saying. And that is this simply. Does what you're about to say provide what is needed in this particular conversation? Is it pertinent to the conversation? Are you going to embellish it and add other things and add words that don't need to be there? And some of those words may be considered cuss words or just extra words. Are you going to provide what is needed? Secondly, are your words that you speak going to do good to those that hear you? Now think about that for a moment. Are they going to do good You know, we've heard a lot about uh, criticism, and as long as it's corrective criticism or good criticism and all, whatever word you want to use, then it's okay to criticize. And yes, some things need to be critiqued, but the purpose of a critique is to make things better, not make them worse. So think about that. Do they do good for those that are about to hear it? Another translation says, don't have any corrupting talk. Well, I thought about that, and what does it mean to have corrupting talk? Well, I would use another word, corrosive. Is what you're about to say going to corrode or corrupt the one that is about to hear it? Are you going to slant their mind in a way that it doesn't need to go? Are you going to try to build up something of your own idea and what you want them to think? Or are you simply sharing the facts with them so they can decide on their own? That's a lot of trouble with the media today. They don't just share facts anymore. They try to point us in a direction or another by their titles and by their stories. Another thing I want you to think about, does it fit the occasion? Is what you're about to say fit what needs to be said? Is this a serious moment? Is it a happy moment? Is it a laughing moment? Is it a grieving moment? Think about what you're going to say, and does it fit the occasion, or your words out of place? And then perhaps the last one. Give grace to those who hear it. Are you going to bring a graceful thought to those that hear your words? Are you going to bring them the ability to rise above whatever the situation is, to get through the situation, to overcome the situation, to make the situation better? Because really that's what grace was that was given to me through my Savior. Grace took me out of where I was, put me on a new path, and sustains me on that path. So, when you speak to people, are you taking them from where they are and giving them the ability by your words, because it's not corruptive or corrosive, it does them good, it provides what is needed, and most of all, it builds them up and does not tear them down. Does your speech do that? Oh, this week, would that your little eyes be careful what they see, little ears be careful what they hear. But most of all, little mouth, and it is in most cases little, even though we tease people about a big mouth, that little mouth can set a whole forest on fire with the tongue that is within it, Will you be careful what you say, to build up and not corrupt, to fit the occasion, to provide what is needed, and to give it grace for the moment. Blessing, protection, and favor. Until next time.